The Rwando Podcast is an exploration of the unconscious and the game of life. Be sure to visit Rwando.com to get a preview chapter of my upcoming book, Infinite Play, and free access to my content library. Enjoy the show. So one of my clients had a big breakthrough recently where he recognized that he's had this pattern for a long time in his relationships where uh, she would do something that was a withdrawal of love. Either she was disappointed in him or something he did was upsetting. I mean, he's, he's, he hasn't been a saint exactly. But the moment that she withdrew love, he would go into this whole, um, he basically close off, shut down, get resentful, blame her. And then whether she broke up with him or he broke up with her, or no one broke up with anyone yet, he would shut down, which would always end uh, the relationship. And he would basically pile on all these resentments uh, from years and years of basically getting butt hurt and shutting down. And he had this breakthrough recently, you know, the guy's in his 30s, and he had this breakthrough where he recognized this and he decided, you know what, I'm not going to shut down. And he actually just got out of a relationship. He, he got dumped recently because he basically shut down on the, the woman he was dating and he withdrew emotionally. So she got fed up and she broke up with him. And he went into this whole resentful spiral that he's done many, many times. He just told me about this, I guess it happened to him last week, where it hit him, he had this epiphany that... He had just been doing this his whole life with every relationship, with every, even with like non-romantic relationships. Like he'd, he'd get hurt, he'd shut down, he'd get resentful, and then he would just like seethe negativity, which uh, obviously isn't good for his relationship or his own well-being. So he had this moment, he had this epiphany, he recognized this, and he was like, all right, I have to talk to my ex, like the one who just dumped him. So he reached out to her, and for the first time probably ever, he took his walls down and told her, like he basically fessed up and he recognized like, hey, my whole life I've been, every time I get hurt, I put my walls up, I blame the other person, I get resentful. And him specifically, he was recognizing that because he made how she treated him uh, the source of his feeling like a man, essentially like he needed the woman's love and validation in order to feel like a man. The moment she pulled it away, he didn't feel like a man anymore. So of course he got tight, insecure, and he basically lost himself if he wasn't getting that. So he had this, uh, this whole thing where he opened up to her, started feeling, like starting to feel all this love, even though she dumped him already, pouring out all this openness, all this vulnerability, and of course what happens, right? Uh, he, put, he put everything on the table. He was very bold and brave with his emotions. So of course she found him more attractive, and they got, had this weekend together where they connected in the ways they had never connected before. It was beautiful and awesome. And he was like, all right, I'm all in. I mean, she's like the one for me, blah, blah, blah. Um, but she, now she's pulled back, right? Because she did dump him. She did get hurt by him not that long ago. She was a little nervous about it. So she has her fears. And I spoke with him today, and he's like in this state where he's opened his heart real wide. He's opened his heart maybe in a way that he's never done before, where he really is was boldly loving. It was met with, a, with positive reinforcement, right? He exposed himself to love. The love came rushing back from this woman who just dumped him. But now she's a little afraid. And he's in this place now, or as of, you know, when I spoke with him, in this place where there's a part of him that wants to go back into his fearful head of like thinking, all right, well, I need to, if she, she comes back to me tomorrow and says, well, I don't really want to be together, am I going to shut down again? Or can he stay in his heart? And no matter what she says, whether she says, yes, let's do this again, or she says, you know what, I don't think it's going to work out, can he keep his heart open? And we had this discussion because... I mean, if you look at things from a, like a game theoretical perspective or like a cold calculator perspective of trying to maximize good feelings, right? Which is how most people look at the world, even if you don't you know, think of it numerically. His rational mind, his fearful, pragmatic mind, 
is like, uh, well, certainly if she pulls back, well, then that makes sense to close. I mean, that's why he's closed up his whole life to avoid feeling shitty. He's basically been using this defense mechanism, which has shut down his emotions and caused apathy through most of his life. He's basically used this defense mechanism to protect himself from sadness. But what if he didn't do that? Because that hasn't worked for him. And even before they had this amazing weekend, this like reconnection weekend together, he noticed like something had changed in like actually being willing to open his heart, changed how he felt and, and gave him this sense of empowerment. And he was like, how do I make basically not get hurt? Or how do I make, make sure everything's going to be okay? Because when you're, when you're like flying in that love feeling, it feels like everything's okay, right? Everything, like there's almost a madness that comes with the expression of love of like, it almost doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter if I get hit by a bus or lose all my money. Like somehow everything works when you're feeling that. And of course it, it could get diluted. But when you look at the pure love formula, this is what I offered him, you know? Love as an action is what creates that certainty. That love as an action is what allows you to feel that everything is going to be okay. Because this is maybe in the realm of magical thinking a little bit. When you open your heart and choose to really love, the love has to show up. Now, it might not be from this woman, right? She might come back to me like, you know what? You hurt me too bad. This weekend was great, but, you know, it's just not going to work out. I'm sorry. If he assigned his sense of meaning, his well-being, and his sense of manhood to this one woman and she rejects him of course now it's gone but if he assigned it to i'm choosing to bravely love no matter what and i'm choosing to trust that if i love if i love as a verb love will show up back for me that immediately takes away the fear of like well now he's not attached to outcome like it doesn't matter what she does or doesn't do if he has the faith that he's going to be met and, you know and he's a he's a technical guy and you know and he's pointing out like you know in his work and his life He's trying to figure things out and problem solve and troubleshoot. And so, like, this really doesn't go along with his way of thinking, even though he feels on some level it's true. So I gave him this analogy, which is uh, maybe a little ridiculous. Um, uh, it's definitely not a romantic love analogy. Basically, I have this worm bin in the back uh, where I compost and I grow worms, essentially, to feed my chickens. I don't know where the flies come from. I mean, obviously flies have to lay eggs to make the worms appear. But I've actually never seen the flies show up. Like I've actually thought my worm compost wasn't working because uh, no flies. I, I, I go out there every day. I never see the flies out there. But at some point, I, I did start to see worms in there. And now it's at the point where the worms kind of regenerate themselves. They've gone through a few different generations. And, you know, the worms, they grow. Some of them I feed to the chickens. Some of them they hatch and become new flies, presumably, but I've actually never seen them. I've never seen the actual process of the eggs appearing uh, or like uh, being put in there. I just, they, I just know they appear. And I've kind of been doing this uh, worm compost on faith, whereas if I put fruit in the bin, if I put food in the bin, somehow the worms will appear. No, it's a weird analogy. I've never actually seen how it goes, but it seems to happen every time. And this, this is something I've seen in, in love specifically, like this area of life that is specifically not rational i'm talking about the emotion not not like the parts of sexual attraction like i've coached a lot of guys on their love lives and sometimes i give them practical steps like you got to go approach i mean sometimes that's the best way to practice vulnerability and develop the skill and sometimes meet people but i actually think cold approaching is a very archaic way to to meet people like it's just it's not the most efficient. The only benefit to cold approaching is that it gets to pra you get an opportunity to practice being yourself and practice speaking to people, especially for guys who don't have an opportunity to be vulnerable with women. It's an opportunity for that. It's practice. It's not a great way to meet people. Um, but sometimes, you know, I give them other assignments and this and that. 
And a lot of my clients eventually meet a woman that they love or, you know, they end up dating or something like that. Some fulfilling relationship happens. And it's almost never from the thing that I assign them to do to meet women. Like I've given a lot of guys assignments to tell someone how they felt, but that's not the girl they get, but they get another girl right afterwards. Like something, and I know this is a bit of magical thinking, but the way I've understood it is like through the practice or through the action they took, they practiced really opening their heart, right? They became really vulnerable. They became very open to being met by love. So it shows up in their reality somehow. It might not be in the way that they expected to. It's just like, I don't know where the flies come from that lay, lay the worms, but like somehow the worms just appear if I put the fruit out. I know it's a weird analogy, but it's like when you open your heart purely, where you're not like assigning, you're not trying to take power over people. You're not like assigning um, overly assigning meaning to a specific person or a specific outcome, but you're opening your heart to the feeling and you're being brave with that. Like you're not afraid of the sadness that might come. You're not afraid of the, the momentary rejection, which happens from time to time. You're not attached to like this specific way of it happening to you, but you're open to all the feelings and you're open to actually being loved because you have to be open to sadness. If you're going to be open to love when you do that, life brings you the thing that you wanted. Like when you open your heart, life shows up with love even though it might not be exactly in the way you expected, but that's just kind of just what happens. So, it takes a little faith. Love is one of these areas of life that um, if you try too hard to break it down into procedure, you kill all the joy out of it. You kill all the joy. It's kind of like trying to explain a joke. It kills the funny. Sometimes this is one of these areas of life that you kind of have to apply a little bit of faith because emotions by the nature of them are not always rational. So I want to thank you for watching. If you're watching, checking out my chickens and my worms, but you know what's even better than watching is listening to this. If you're listening, you could be the one watching. No, Check down in the, the video description. All of my content is also on the podcast. Um, you can get it in your ear while you do something in the real world. So how about you try that? All right, see you later.